Hello, Jasmine. Hello, Hugo. Hello, Andres. Hello. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Watchando Movie. Uh, just to give you a little bit of background about all of us. Uh, Jasmine uh, used to like movies like a decade ago. And uh, now she doesn't. Yeah. Uh, Andres recently started caring about movies. And I've been a film buff uh, for almost eight, about, about eight years now. Uh, so what I'm doing is, is showing them movies and, and trying to ignite within them a love of film. We're currently doing a director series. We're doing uh, Wes Anderson, covering three movies of Wes Anderson. Uh, we just watched Rushmore. And now, Jasmine, what movie are we watching? We are watching The Royal Tenenbaums. There were three extraordinary children in the Tenenbaum family. I said sell it, yeah. Chaz Tenenbaum was a financial expert and started buying real estate in his early teens. Margot Tenenbaum was an acclaimed playwright and won a Pulitzer Prize in the ninth grade. Richie Tenenbaum was a champion tennis player ranked second in the world by age 17. They were brilliant. They were famous. They were unlucky enough to be the children of a man named Royal Tenenbaum. Spoilers, of course. Okay, so uh, The Royal Tenenbaums is uh, written by Wes Anderson and Owen Wilson. Uh, is this his follow-up film to Rushmore? So this is his third film overall, like third, third feature film. Uh, it stars uh, Danny Glover, Gene Hackman, Angelica Houston, Bill Murray, Gwyneth Paltrow, Ben Stiller, Luke Wilson, and Owen Wilson. It premiered at the New York Film Festival on October 5th, 2001. And it opened in New York City and L.A. in December two, uh, 14th, 2001. I think it, it just opened. It opened in December 14th, 2001. Uh, it had a budget of $21 million. And it had a worldwide gross of $71.4 million. At the 74th Academy Awards, it was nominated for Best Original Screenplay. And at the 58th Golden Globes, uh, Gene Hackman was nominated for Best Actor in a Musical or Comedy. Uh, it has an 80% Rotten Tomato score and an 89% audience score. The consensus reads, The Royal Tenenbaums is a delightful adult comedy with many quirks and a sense of poignancy. Many critics especially praised Hackman's performance. So I watched this film like almost immediately after I saw Rushmore. So it's also fairly recently that I've seen this for the first time. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I really, really liked it. I think this is probably my favorite Wes Anderson movie. So, what, you know, what did you guys have any expectations for this? I don't know. I, I Okay, so I think I initially saw just like the... After you watch Rushmore, I saw like the little... Pre, not preview, but... Trailer? You know, no, just like the image they show oh, like yeah, after yeah. you watch a movie, they'll show like a... yeah, yeah. yeah. So initially I thought the movie was going to be about, about like these rich kids who like lose their inheritance or something, right? Yeah. And they're trying to be better people to oh, get oh. their inheritance back or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was yeah. kind of the opposite, I guess. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Andres, did you have any expectations for this? No, I didn't really know anything about this movie. Kind of walked in completely blind. Just knew it was Wes Anderson that was it? Yeah. All right. Any expectations coming off of just Wes Anderson? Um, you know, something kind of whimsical, silly, and quirky. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you guys got good reactions? I was not 
emotionally prepared for this movie. <laughs> yeah, this movie should have like a, a, a trigger, trigger warning. warning oh part. shit! <laughs> Hold on. Trigger warning, by the way. Trigger warning. Suicide. Okay, go on. But that being said, if nothing comes out of this podcast, it has at least showed me some of my favorite movies of all time. Oh yeah. Yeah. Wow. Why is this one of your favorites of all time? It is absolutely one of my favorites of all time, I think. Nice. I what? think it's in my top three. Oh, really? Yeah. Movies of all time? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what do you like about it? Um, so when I decide what my favorite movies are, looking back on it, I think for me, the big thing is how much they impact me emotionally. Mm-hmm. And this movie specifically, with that trigger warning, the Neil and the Hay scene. Oh yeah, yeah, had a really strong impact on me. Right. Yeah. So yeah, man, <laughs> it was intense. Doesn't. Um, I like the way he wrote um a story about basically an unlikable character. Uh, which was the dad, the Gene, dad, Gene, Gene Hackman. Ac- yeah. yeah, Gene Hackman. Oh yeah, do you know where he? Do you know who he, he's mm-hmm. where he's from? Do you know where he's from? No. Have you ever seen Superman? No. He's Lex Luthor. No. No. Nothing mm-hmm. mean nothing to you. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No. Because it's obviously a dysfunctional family, right? But I think there's still a lot of um, heart to it. Mm-hmm. Not heart. I mean, obviously that's. I think. You think any of them are likable? Yeah, I think a lot of them are like. I think most, if not all of them, are likable. Really? Yeah. Even um, even Ben Stiller, even Owen Wilson. Yeah, I think. Really? Well, yeah, they're fine. I think. I think. I still. I. Um, I'm rooting for them to be successful. Right, right. And I think that's what makes movies enjoyable for me. Because I know, like, with a lot of David Fincher movies, mm-hmm. I didn't care enough about the protagonist and their story. And yeah. I didn't necessarily care if they were successful or not. So I had a harder time enjoying watching it because I was just not invested in their, like, character development and all that stuff. So, Ugo, did you think Ben Stiller's character wasn't likable? I Is think that why he you called was, him out? out of all of them, he's probably the the least likable. In, huh? in my, I was just I was hearing something in the background. Anyways, what? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Ben Stiller's not. I think he's probably the the most unlikable out of all of them. Yeah, but I would say mostly because he's acting up, right? Because he's, you know, depressed. Yeah, because he's yeah. Uh, grieving in a very in a, toxic yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not toxic, yeah. in a very paranoid way, right? Because yeah. he's obviously lost. They've all been through a traumatic um, experience oh, yeah. Yeah, that led yeah, to yeah. the lo- loss yeah. of his wife and his children's mother. So yeah. he doesn't know how to, I guess. How to act anymore, really. Yeah, yeah without his wife. Mm-hmm. What, so what, the, compared to Rushmore, Jasmine, how would you say that? Um, I feel like, I think Rushmore is, I think, I don't know. This might not be correct. <laughs> Nothing I say is ever correct. Whatever. Uh, I'd say I feel like Rushmore has a little bit more of a mass appeal just because it's like a like a coming of age story. And I feel like it's easier to put yourself in the shoes of a young adult trying to find his way. Right. Regardless of what he, he's trying to pursue, you can I think it, most people can relate to kind of life changes in that regard. Mm-hmm. And maybe I feel like this one maybe not as much especially because i guess the protagonist of this one is this older man who's already lived a majority of his life right yeah and it's doesn't necessarily start off with him setting out to do something for good it kind of just evolves in him realizing like important things 
about his life. Yeah. Could you relate to the other aspects of it? Um, of like being a child prodigy and then... No. And then, and then just Later failing, failing as an uh, adult. Yeah. Well, maybe. Not that I was a child. <laughs> not that, not that none of us were, were child prodigies, but... But I think I can relate to maybe being... I mean, I was in like a prodigy or anything, but I was like in like gifted courses and stuff like that yeah. throughout school. And I was yeah. always kind of placed higher in my like standardized yeah. scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after that in college... You know, I didn't, I did okay, but that was it, right? I did okay. And I guess uh, it was hard to, I don't know if it was hard. I think I just, um, for me at least, I feel like academically was something I felt I was good at and then I was struggling. So then that kind of knocked me down yeah. and left me and you're like, oh my God, what, 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 what? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what am I good at? Then? Yeah. You know, and I related to that a lot in terms of like, you have a lot of potential as a child. Um, and then you, you get older and then it's just diminishing and they're like, oh, you know, what happened to that kid? It's like, oh, he's, you know, ended up not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I mean, cause I feel like, like you, at, certain, at a certain point you peak. Yeah. And then. They peaked when they were kids. They, were peaked, they peaked so young. Yeah. That they had the rest of their life trying to. Catch up? Catch up? Not catch up, but like... But like just survive, I guess? Yes. It's like everything else is a disappointment yeah. to them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very uh, relatable. And I think a, a lot more people probably relate to it than we think. Maybe. I mean, I guess it's just an extreme, right? Because they're, they're children, child prodigies from a rich household. Yeah. And it's not necessarily just that. It's just um, that transition from growing up and feeling different shoes or if that makes sense like trying to come into your own terms of who you are right and moving on from yeah like going into your adulthood. potential i guess yeah, I yeah. Or going into adulthood and it's like yeah. a different world and a different reality yeah andy <laughs> i while watching this didn't even think about these type of things no <laughs> this wasn't what i was thinking mentioned of. It, i guess i no, guess that's a very big yeah. theme though that's that's the i think the, in my opinion that's the theme is like uh having that it's you know it's probably because i relate to it a lot you know because i'm not gonna get into it but it's, <laughs> uh that sort right. of it's also very fascinating because i feel like i haven't seen that many movies or even tv shows that examine that of like growing up and then you know being a failure as an adult and you had so much potential as a child um you know and being a child you know that loss of innocence and i don't know loss of hope <laughs> yeah Anyways, uh, did you guys have a favorite scene in this? Uh, let me see. I think I did. Oh, my favorite scene was when Gene Hackerman? Hackman, yeah. Hackman? Hackman. Uh, when he goes to see, was it Eleanor? Angelica Houston's character. Oh, yeah. And she, he's like, I'm dying. Yep. What'd they say? What's the prognosis? Take it easy, Hold on. Hold on, baby. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Hold on. Where is the doctor? No, 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 just wait a second now. Wait a second. Okay, listen. I'm not dying. But I need some time. A month or so, okay? I want us, I want us to... to, to Doctor, I'm with you! Damn. 
Ethel. Are you crazy? Ethel, baby, I am dying. And then he's like, no, no, I actually am dying. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite yeah. scene. Because he was about to just confess, right? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, no, I should Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, maybe there's like like a glimpse of a good guy in there, you know? Yeah. Cause he I mean, that's that's to. basically. But once he saw the reaction, he's like, "Oh, <laughs> I shouldn't do that." Yeah, they already hate me. So. Yeah. And this. So my favorite scene yes. was. The needle in the hay. Yeah. Going to kill myself tomorrow. I was not expecting it to go that way. Why not? Um. Because it's a Wes Anderson movie. No, I don't necessarily feel like. Um, it's exempt from tragedy, right? Right. Because obviously the Grand Budapest ended kind of in a tra- tragic way, right? We kind of learned that what happened to Agatha oh, and yeah, then yeah, yeah, the baby yeah. and then yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Gustav. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously there's, uh, it seems, right? Like it's a very whimsy kind of story, right? What mm-hmm. What's going to go wrong? But I think there are themes of like deep despair and sadness in a lot of his yeah. movies. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I think because in the Grand Budapest, it's still shown in a whimsical way. Like yeah. we find out that after the narrator, right? The mm-hmm. bad parts. Yeah. yeah. And this, it's very like in your face. Not necessarily in your face, but it's yeah. not done in a whimsical way. It's very real. Yeah. Grounded. Very grounded. Yeah. 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 That's that's what got me, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I'd say that's probably uh, Wes Anderson's most uh, mature scene that he's mm-hmm. ever. Directed. I think this is the most mature movie, yeah, ever. Um, and I think not. You know, not the other movies don't deal with other stuff, but I think he, n- none of his n- none of his other movies deal with trauma like yeah. this head on, mm-hmm. where it's like it's just about trauma. Yeah, yeah. And oh, and by the way, so Owen Wilson co-wrote this. And I think he, I, I, in my opinion, I don't know, but in my opinion, he probably wrote that scene on his own because oh, um, it doesn't fit. No, Owen Wilson uh, tried to kill himself. Oh wow! Yeah, a few a few years ago, like two thousand seven, mm-hmm. like right after this movie came out. But he he did have a suicide attempt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so nice, yeah. nice, but <laughs> interesting. Yeah, <laughs> and he, uh, you know, and he was sent to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Someone found him, kind of okay. like in the movie, and it's yeah. very it's very odd how it's very similar yeah, to how I mean. it happened in the movie. I think yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very likely he's been thinking about the, yeah. this for a while and he was gonna do it exactly that yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh anyways. <laughs> yeah anyway changing yes. tones <laughs> uh my favorite scene is um when uh luke wilson comes back and he's sitting there and then they're like the narrator is saying oh yeah it's narrated by alec baldwin i forgot to say that oh yeah it is <laughs> it's narrated and then the guy goes as always she was late slow motion and then a song starts playing it's called um uh these days by nika which mm-hmm. is a song i really like okay. and it's a, a song usually i find music through movies but i already knew about the song so i was like oh hey i like that song and i thought it was very like sweet and, and romantic uh the way that i was shot even though they're you know they're brother and <laughs> sister yeah. adopted 
adopted. That's, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't By the way, know. I, I Googled it, and um, in most states, <laughs> that's still considered incest. And yeah. You, you can't get married to each other. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, step-siblings are also considered yeah. in, in, incest. Yeah, that was yeah. a weird part in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know like Wes Anderson does that. I think he did that only with these two times, right? With Rushmore and, and this one, where it's like I think he a does, forbidden love. No, I think he does like maybe not forbidden, but like well, I guess forbidden, but also like complicated love stories. He likes yeah. to do mm-hmm. like unconventional, and it's kind of gross. <laughs> I don't know about <laughs> gross, but at least kind of like morally questionable. Yeah, you know, because like in Grand Budapest. He's old. He's a. He, he's he like, like has a, sex with like nine year olds. And yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. And then, he, and then the other one, it's kind of like affairs and stuff like that, right? And adultery, whatever. Which in one? Rushmore. In Rushmore. Oh, because technically, I, was, I think you're more like a, a child and who's in love oh, with thirty year old. I guess so. Well, yeah. I mean, that was another <laughs> thing, right? But there's like a lot of uh, complicated uh, love stories, right? Even yeah. in like yeah. Moon. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Right. It was like, that was a, uh, the whole theme was like first love, right? And then yeah. trying, and then also like broken marriages and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I think those are yeah. common themes in his yeah. films. And something else is like, even though these are unconventional relationships, he sort of frames them mm-hmm. as it being very like traditional romance. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? And that's, I think that really works. Mm-hmm. Even in this, because like overall, if you see someone that's in love, you root with his sister, yeah, no, no, no. Oh. with his sister, <laughs> like you wouldn't be like, oh, you'd be like, oh, gross, gross. Yeah. But because it, it, the way that it's framed and the way that They're it's adopted, all, <laughs> not necessarily that, <laughs> but like it, 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 it has like a sweetness to it and like a tenderness sure. to it. Yeah, like it's not um, sexual. Yeah, they don't have sex. Right, it's yeah. just like it's very much like they're I sort of like soulmates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this person gets me. Yeah, because they would like go away as kids yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Uh, do you guys have a least favorite scene? But incest. I'm just kidding. The incest. <laughs> when they're in the tent. Yeah. No, that scene was actually kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, least favorite? I don't think so. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. No? All right. I just throw that question every, you know, see how it goes. Uh, all right, then. Let's break it down real quick. Okay. Sounds good. Writing. What do you guys think about the writing in this I really enjoyed it. I really like how, personally, what I took out of this movie was, like, three different examples of death and love. And, like, for death, it's uh, the, the idea of dying of old age with, the, with all these regrets. Mm-hmm. And then the idea of just suddenly dying and leaving your loved ones behind. And then the idea of killing yourself, taking your own life. Yeah. 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 So I thought that was cool. And then for love, the idea of, like, regaining the love of your family and same, just losing someone you love and that impact it has on you. And then, what's the word? An un-something love? Unconditional? No, where you love someone, but they don't love you back. Unrequited? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because that's what Luke Wilson's character thinks at first, right? He thinks... Yeah, that she doesn't love him. Yeah. And that's why... Well, I don't know if that's why he's attempts to kill himself well he does it because he finds out about all the people all she's the people been with she's but been with. is that because it like shatters the, the perspective he had of her i don't or think maybe. so because he's still he's still in love with her i don't yeah. think it was that or is it because he didn't it know wasn't her. him 
I kind of feel like it was <laughs> because he didn't yeah. know her. He's like jealous a little bit, maybe. No, I kind of I feel like because he she was so secretive, he felt like he didn't know her. Like, or why would? Because oh, yeah. obviously maybe. he he was very yeah. close to her. So why oh, why why, yeah, why didn't yeah, he open up yeah. to he her the about these things? Yeah. yeah. And there's uh, a lot of secrets she kept away from everyone, right? Yeah, yeah. And I feel that like explains you, why he got so if upset. If you feel like um, you're close to someone, sorry. but you see all this, all this like hidden stuff, right? It's like, do you not? Yeah. I mean, I guess it, it could also for him mean that he doesn't, he, she doesn't even like care for him or love him, right? Because when you feel comfortable with someone, when you love someone, you share your secrets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What are you gonna say? That explains why he gets so upset when um, he finds out the husband. It's like I think she's cheating on me. He gets yeah, really mad and punches the window. Yeah. And it was like, huh? huh. <laughs> maybe yeah. it's, maybe it's just that realization of yeah. I don't know her as well as I thought. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. So I wanted to say something <laughs> about the writing. So like, obviously, a lot of his stories are very kind of like whimsical. Yeah. But I think I would c- categorize them more as being like like a kind of like a pseudo rose-colored type of depiction of life because I think. They seemingly seem kind of whimsical, but, but, there's, reality, a, but there's always um yeah there's always a moment where, um, how did I phrase this? Because <laughs> something ultimately like shatters kind of like that perspective mm-hmm. of like innocence, and I think a lot of his films kind of have this kind of like innocent vibe to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's always something that's rough. Yeah, and yeah. forces a character to kind of grow up or change. Yeah. Gears, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, all his films are rated R except for um, Moonrise. Fantastic. And Fantastic Mr. Fox as well. Yeah. And Isle of Last Dogs. Isle of Dogs is PG-13. Is it R? Mm-hmm. It might, I don't know. It, there's a lot of strong language in his films a yeah. lot of times as well. A lot so of it's, it's, a, it's a Oh, yeah, a lot of nudity. And this one, there's nudity for one scene. Right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that's a great... Uh, that was going to be my runner-up for favorite scene. That montage where she's yeah. just like, yeah. With all the people. With all the people, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I read the script, um, and apparently the, the guy that she's making out with in the taxi mm-hmm. is a Puerto Rican teenager. Oh, and yeah. she's like 26 at the time. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's, mm. yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah. What did you get? Uh, a traditional structure, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Even like, because I know Alec Baldwin narrates it, it's sort of like in a... F- uh, in the form of a book that you know isn't yeah. real, yeah. isn't really a book. But yeah, uh, why did Wes Anderson love that man? I don't know. That's like his thing. Because he's done. He did that for um, this one. He did that for uh, Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest. I feel, I feel like he did it for another one. No, I don't know. Who knows? Moonrise Kingdom? Nah. <sighs> no, I yeah. don't think so. Yeah. Who knows why? Maybe he likes that sort of storybook. Yeah. Aesthetic. Oh. Um, I don't know. I had a theory about that, but it kind of goes a little bit into, like, cinematography. Go on. Um, I think it was just based on that video you were watching about, like, how he frames things. Oh, yeah, yeah, Um, And I think, for me, if you were to, like, retell your story to somebody else, I feel like that's kind of what it would look like, right? You wouldn't necessarily focus on, like, things that happened in the background, You'd focus more things like in the foreground and on people. You mean like the, like a novel? Yeah. All right. I think it's like um, if you're kind of retelling a story, you you're not describing like oh, and then I, we were in this field and the I guess you can, but like not when you tell, not when you're telling a story, right? You don't describe like yeah. 
the smell of the earth and the I don't know. You're just talking about what the the person or the the things you guys did. Yeah. I think maybe that's why it's like that. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting theory. Excuse me. Most of his stories are like very much character driven, right? Oh yeah. So we don't need to focus on stuff around them. I don't know. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, fucking shit! All right, what happened? No, my leg was dying. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. I think, but I still think it's like a stylized choice. Mm. It's just his bread mm. and butter. Alec Baldwin has such a great voice. Yeah, for, nice. yeah especially for narration. Like I, I'd listen to audiobooks from him. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people don't like him. You know, he then he beat up a guy or something. I have no idea. <laughs> what? I don't know. He beat up like about. a guy over a parking spot or something like that. Never heard of that. Yeah. At least he didn't kill anyone. Yeah. Um, acting? What do you guys think about the acting in this? Um, so acting, I think everybody's oh, performance. Right. Okay, go. So acting, I think um everybody's performance is pretty solid. I think my top three performances were Gene. Hackerman? Gene Hackman. Hackman. <laughs> Hackerman. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Gene Hackman, Luke Wilson, and Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. I will say this is my favorite Gwyneth Paltrow performance. I don't think I've seen yeah. her in, in anything. <laughs> I think I saw her in Emma. Was okay. she in Emma? Oh, oh, the, the old Emma. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back when she was young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, I, I liked. Um, you seen Iron Man as well? Man, I guess. I guess I have all you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember her in Iron Man. No, no. Uh, she's. Uh, I know I she's, she's Pepper funny. Potts or something. Yeah, she's Pepper Potts. I think she's really funny in that. Um, but yeah, I, and I haven't seen most of her roles either. I haven't yeah. seen um like Shakespeare in Love and mm-hmm. um what else is she in? Some. Unless she did a lot of Weinstein films. I don't know. Um. Yeah, but I I love how. She's the the she's so still sad. yeah sad and she's very emo and she's very stilted in her performance yeah. but there's still a lot of there's still a lot of like going on I think yeah I like behind it. her yeah. yeah yeah I love her look in this as mm-hmm. well I think she looks cool yeah it's an interesting style yeah. with the what like, eyeliner nice yeah yeah uh, eyeliner mm-hmm. under her eyes and then. Um, uh, like you the know, 70s the, kind of aesthetic. Yeah, well, I guess yeah. This whole movie the jacket had that she a, has, like a 70s. Yeah, it, it, I think it's supposed to be a modern movie. Though, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, it looks like the 70s and uh, yeah. Go on. <laughs> you, were you gonna say anything? I was gonna add anything to that. No. What are what, what what your favorite yeah. performances? Oh well, those were all great. I also really liked uh, Ben Stiller. Oh yeah. Especially at the end, when he's uh talking to his dad, he's like, "I've had a rough year." Yeah. yeah, and yeah, he's uh-huh. he's like his voice is breaking. I yeah. started tearing up, man. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was that was good. That was really good. <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you, Jasmine, um, when he's all like, "Oh, you know what? I'm I'm gonna sleep in here instead," and then like a little boy goes goes down and then sleeps next to him. Jasmine started crying. I almost uh. cried, right? <laughs> but yeah, because it's like, I don't know, it's sad. <laughs> it's, thought, it's very sweet, but you know they're hurting. Yeah, I I was getting the impression that the boys were like tired of his. Like, oh, uh, you're, you're always doing this to us. And then he went to lay down next to him. And I was like, oh, never mind. Uh, like, he just want freedom. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. they just want to have fun. Yeah. Yeah, they're just kids. And I they, think they're they kind of leave, living a little bit in like a world of fear, right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and it's I very obvious yeah. he's like developed some serious anxiety out of this. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, they were in the crash. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they lived. They've, and a dog lived too. They, they, they gotta have um. Well, I mean, I don't know about the kids, but there's gotta be some survivor uh, guilt Good, there. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, what you think about the jumpsuits? The what? The jumpsuits. Um. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jasmine was asking me the same thing. I have no idea why. And then at the funeral, they're wearing black ones. They're wearing yeah. black jumpsuits. Those are cat, they're, um, the, formal. Yeah, those are <laughs> their formal attire. Formal attire. Yeah, I don't. I have no idea. I don't either. know. Because um, he's like a businessman, right? He's like yeah. yeah. Well, he owns a business. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he would wear suits when he was younger. Yeah, yeah. Why yeah. did he regress <laughs> to <laughs> you know, suits? Uh, that's a lot of things. That's the thing in like Wes Anderson movies where children act like adults and adults act like adults. Uh, yeah. Uh, act like children that was something i was gonna so. say about this movie because all of them at the very start are very like mature yeah. Yeah, yeah and then later on we're just seeing them kind of be dumb yeah uh huh. yeah because you know like when there's that moment uh where gene hackman like puts his hand up like son and then ben Stiller just slaps his hand um, oh yeah yeah uh, i saw i saw half of this movie with my dad and my dad laughed at that part nice. yeah so anyways <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so maybe there's something about that he's got an afro in this yeah it reminded me of like um starskin hutch oh right i haven't seen that because he has kind of similar hair yeah you've yeah. never seen that i've never seen that wow. no. you know who directed that no todd phillips who you know he directed joker oh really yeah huh, interesting. <laughs> uh what are we talking about acting, acting. uh oh uh, uh uh i was gonna say jeff colblum but I, I meant to say Bill Murray. <laughs> Bill Murray's hot in this one. That's what Jasmine says. She says <laughs> Bill Murray looks hot. Yeah. What do you think about Bill Murray? <laughs> looking hot or is, yeah, is that? Hot. Do you think he looks hot? <laughs> <laughs> He's not my type. Wow. Jasmine says he looks like a hot professor in this. Yeah. Like I, I get what you're saying. It's like, the beard. I'm not gonna yeah. disagree with it, but he's not my type. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Well, to each their own. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about his performance? Jasmine? I liked it. It was yeah. um. I think he kind of provided a lot of the comedic relief in this movie. Really? Well, maybe not. Uh, yeah, I'd say him and um, uh, Ben Stiller and I think Owen Wilson were the ones. I guess also um, Gene Hackerman. Hackman? What are you saying? Hackerman. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah, he was in Oscar-nominated movies. <laughs> I've never the seen 70s. But yeah, I think I think um, I'd say that I think he provided a lot of. Uh, comedy to this especially he had yeah. that weird storyline with the with the one kid yeah the guy kid was just uh, living yeah, with yeah. him i don't know oh he's like um researching him because yeah. he has like a lot of quirks i don't know i was gonna say diseases but it's not diseases right it's like um disabilities yeah i think it's like disabilities or something yeah, yeah he's very neurodivergent yeah, yeah, yeah so there's there's that one of my favorite lines in the movie is with him when they take him up to the college or something, and then someone asks, "Can you tell time?" No, no, no. yeah, no, he's just like, no. ah. absolutely not." Um, yeah, and I will say, Bill Murray in this because he usually plays like a a wise ass, a smart ass, a wise guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this, he's very meek. Soft? Yeah, very soft, very like, oh, don't hurt me, you know. Oh, <laughs> is it? Is it okay with you? Yeah. I don't know. Like, do you not love me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Which is interesting. <laughs> and then Gwyneth is like, I don't know. I don't know how to say. I don't know. I don't know how to respond to or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because uh, like he's a lot older than her. Yeah. So you like you'd imagine there'd be some power dynamics there, but it's not. 
Yeah. It's like he's very much the weak yeah. guy. He's like, can I cook you dinner? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Wilson, Owen Wilson plays a drug addict. Yeah. Yeah. Space is Angelica Houston's there. Angelica Houston. Jenny. Um, um, who I've only ever seen in... Um, Adam Family. Adam Family, yeah. I think yeah. they're... They were kind of like eh, characters. Like they're, so? I wasn't like super invested in their romance. And their romance, yeah, I would say I wasn't super invested. But in their um, romance it was there, I guess. Yeah, it adds something. something. <laughs> yeah, it adds, it, that's like Gene Hackman's um, obstacle. Yeah. 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 There's that one scene where they yell at each other because Gene Hackman said a bunch of racist stuff yeah. to him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, speaking of Gene Hackman, um, there's a lot of tension. They were making this movie because oh, really? Gene Hackman hated Wes Anderson. Oh, <laughs> what, why? I don't know. Um, nice. But he would be like, but "You, you got to pull up your pants and be a fucking man." Right. Oh, and a, a lot of the other actors, like uh, Angelica Houston and, and Ben Stiller, they would try to shield Hackman. Uh, they would shield Wes Anderson. They were trying to protect Wes Anderson from Hackman. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> like, Hackman was being a real asshole. Wow. <laughs> But Wes Anderson like tries to play it down. Like he wasn't that bad. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's never worked with him since. So. No, this was actually supposed to be Gene Hackman's last movie. Oh really? Uh, but then he did a few more. But now he's retired. For I don't know who he is. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I've never seen like, Superman. Oh, really? Superman. <laughs> he had a long career, man. A long career. Yeah, cinematography. Um, it's very distinct, yeah. but it's at this point. That I've seen a few of his films are very formulaic, right? And nothing much. There's a lot of like changes. Mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, would you say last time on Rushmore, you guys said you couldn't really find his style all that well? Yeah, I would say this is when he finally found it. Yeah. This yeah. is this is where it's at. It's very. Oh, I want. I'm watching a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is like, it's come close to perfection for it. Yeah. Sure. Bigger budget. I mean, it's like what, like thirty? What did I say? Thirty million dollars. Sure. Yeah. I can't remember. It's a lot of money, man. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's it for cinematography. I mean, yeah. yeah, there's really not much to say. And it looks good. Yeah. I like it. It has a lot it more. It's fun. So a lot more colorful than yeah. Rushmore. It's very orangey. Yeah. Very orangey and brown, which I like. Yeah. yeah. It's very warm Red. colors. Yeah. 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 And the saturation is like way high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know saturation, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, music. Again, a, a more very, soundtrack. Yeah, very yeah. Uh, like modern rock, pop kind of. Not modern. It'd be like. More like 80s, 70s. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, because, you know, we talked about Needle in the Hay. I've been listening to that song on repeat <laughs> for three days now. Which kind of sounds like a Nirvana song. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sure. Have yeah. you ever seen that, that Batman trailer? No. No. Dun, dun, dun. dun Something dun, 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 in dun, the way, you know. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, there's that. And then there, there was that Charlie Brown music they were playing. The Christmas, the Christmas, music? yeah. Is this a Christmas movie? No, it's not a Christmas. It has a lot of Christmas this, songs. This, what do you mean? What, what's the other one? I don't know. There's a s- <laughs> second one. I'm sure. Unless <laughs> it was the same Charlie Brown one they played at least twice. Yeah, it's not. It's not even set at Christmas. I know, but it had. Isn't that a that Charlie Brown? It's like a, from a Charlie Brown Christmas or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I said. But you're like, no, it's not Charlie Brown. It's just a Christmas song. Well, now you told me it was Charlie Brown. But <laughs> I mean, it's still just a Christmas song. Because it sounds like the opening where they're like, Christmas oh time boy, or whatever. You know? I've never seen Charlie Brown. <laughs> <laughs> you're too young for that. Um, My brother thinks so a little bit. I think I don't know when Charlie Brown existed. Though. When it was when it was uh, on the Christmas channel, whatever. Yeah. Um, I I'd, I'd always skip it. Like, oh, what? I'm not going to watch that. 
Yeah. yeah tell me when Dr. Seuss is on. <laughs> <laughs> um, nice. Yeah. yeah. Good use of music. What else is in there? What other music is in there? There's that pop punk one where you see her do all the stuff. Yeah. 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 I don't. I don't think I noticed the soundtrack too much. Yeah. Uh, editing. Um. So with editing, does it include? Yes. Like, I mean, we talked about the book stuff, right? Yeah. Um. What else? I think there was that scene with the needle and the hay scene where like. It like there's like flashing. Stuff. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And he's being reminded of um, Quentin Paltrow, but also the bird. Wait, there is something. There's oh, a bird. Yeah, the bird. Yeah, the, uh, his hawk. The, yeah, his okay. falcon. I don't remember his name. Yeah. There's also the part where he already cut his hair, and he's in the middle of shaving, and he says, "I'm gonna kill myself tomorrow." And then there's yeah. a flash of him again with his hair back. Yeah. Yeah. And then that, I guess, <gasps> triggers him to do it oh, instead wow. of tomorrow. He does it now. Oh, uh, I read that too because I was confused. Were you confused with him? Yeah, so I yeah. thought Why? he was... Because he's like, he's going to kill himself tomorrow, but then he just immediately yeah. tries to kill himself. Apparently, according to Wes Anderson, it's a quote from a movie uh, that the Royal Tenenbaums grew up watching, which we don't know. We don't know this information, Yeah, but it's it's in his mind that they oh, grew I, up I took it. it more as, do you guys never have those moments where you look in the mirror and you're like, I'm going to kill myself tomorrow? And you just kill yourself? <laughs> <laughs> no but like you're thinking about it you're, you're really sad and you're like, like All right, tomorrow's the day and I, I thought like he was having one of those moments and he was like fuck it let's uh, do it now instead maybe sure. I think that'd that, be... that's how I took it yeah. as like he was he was really down he was thinking All right, tomorrow's tomorrow I'm just gonna end it and he was just like yeah. why not now yeah, yeah. sure oh yeah. oh yeah that looks cool though the blood coming down yeah I don't know about that <laughs> <laughs> it looks really cool. That's very. Uh, that's a gif. A lot of people like. Oh really? That. That's a very famous scene in on film Twitter. I don't know, you get you are no, a part of that. I'm not on Twitter. Um, no, neither am I. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but like you, I remember when Trump lost. There'd be like Trump supporters right now, and they had a picture of him shaving, oh. and then the, a, a screenshot <laughs> of the song. They'd be like, yeah, ah. yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyways. Uh, yeah, editing. What were we talking about? Editing. What did you say? Um, about just that scene, that scene yeah. I think, had the most. Obviously, like, um, the most. Did a lot of montages too. So, like, when they're like their childhood. Yeah. And then with, with like Gwyneth Paltrow yeah, secret yeah. reveal. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I saw was that was distinct. I don't think so. Did you guys notice anything else? No, not, not really. Um, and then I have directing. Good. Don't we usually do that one first, huh? No, we don't. We just do that yeah. last. Yeah. Good direction. You know what? Um, I will say... That's good. <laughs> so I have a question. I will say that, yeah. So this was written by both him and Owen Wilson, right? Owen Wilson, but yeah. he's a director. He's a director, yeah. So Owen Wilson obviously knows like the ins and outs of the script, I would assume. Mm-hmm. So how does that work? What do you mean? So like, does that mean like that Wes is like, okay, this is kind of the vibe I want you guys to, to, to do? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And let's say Owen Wilson's like, oh, I don't know. Well, I when I wrote like, this, I had this in mind. Yeah. I think they're more in agreement to whatever it comes with? to his character. Okay. Okay. But yeah, they, with everything else, it's more like it's Wes's job. Because I don't know, I'm not sure, but usually actors aren't on set unless they need to be on set. Okay. So like, unless someone Wilson was like, yeah, I'll be 
on set, but he was already working at this time. Yeah. He was doing other stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I showed you a little clips of David Fincher directing. Yeah. And it's like he's approving like what they can wear. Yeah. And yeah, he's like they're very in charge of that stuff. So is he like, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah. Well, you know what's odd? Not odd, but like, so with um, David Fincher, a lot of actors talk about how everything's very meticulous and has to be framed and positioned in like yeah. a certain way. Yeah. And obviously in a lot of Wes Anderson movies, things are very like staged, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think, I mean, I've never heard anything about him being super meticulous to a point where like he people are annoyed yeah Yeah. i don't think uh i don't think he's that how do i say this meticulous uh well i'll say he's mean about it mean about it yeah i'd say Mm. he's not like super like okay guys if you move one centimeter to the left i'm gonna murder you or whatever is that what david finch does Does he (laughs) kind of (laughs) i think you hear a lot of horror stories interesting yeah but uh Wes Anderson yeah. looks like he'd be a soft spoken guy. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he'd get mad. He'd just be like, All right guys, let's just try again this that's time. Move a little more over here. <laughs> that's why Gene Hackman told him Oh to be, be a, a man. man. Oh wow. Oh, um, makes sense. And that's why the other actors were, you know, trying to protect him. He was a soft boy. He was a soft boy. Oh, <laughs> wow. soft boy. Yeah. He's sweet, you know. If I you, like if him. you've heard him talk, he's like very you know. Soft. You know, yeah, he's a very skinny guy. He seems very vulnerable to the world around him. Does he? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He seems kind of sturdy enough to me. But he was also like in his, what, 50s? Yeah, he's pretty old. He's probably, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Some people don't really grow up. But he seems like, but I mean, I think, especially if you're like a younger director or younger to the directing scene, yeah. I think there's a lot more insecurities, right? Oh, yeah. That's probably, you know. It's harder, right? Smooth. Especially with like a seasoned actor. Yeah. It's It's like... I feel yeah. like they almost feel like they have right to like tell directors what to do and what not to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. I think you've gotten a few stories like that as well. Where, yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say something. I can't remember. I, I was gonna say something else. I was gonna say so the Ben Stiller with the uh, things with the what tracksuits. Right. Uh, Red Letter Media. Long time ago. This is when the Grand Budapest Hotel came out. Uh, they talked about how Mike talked about how he was he hadn't seen that many Wes Anderson films. But he was going to watch the Royal Tenenbaums. And then he saw Ben Stiller. And he saw that the kids were dressed exactly like him. And then he just stopped. And he's like, I can't. I can't mentally like, right now with this movie. <laughs> yeah. That was yeah. an obstacle. <laughs> it's like, God, much, this man. movie's oh, fucking shit. <laughs> um, Maybe it's like the practi- practicality of a tracksuit, right? If you have to get out. Because there's danger, you need mo- oh maybe you need yeah mobility yeah 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 that's <laughs> why they they out. wear it when they're sleeping as well yeah right? yeah uh, and also I guess it's easy you to tell do. that they're the children I guess yeah maybe sure yeah yeah like if you're because like where th- there's those scenes where Gene Hackman goes out with with them mm-hmm. and it's like oh you know if, if I mean, we can tell who they are yeah um yeah Gene Hackman seems like a fun guy around them true. Um, yeah. I, this is the only movie I've seen him in. I'm pretty sure. No, but I mean, like, just, like those oh, things, and the, yeah. Character. Yeah, the character. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. He seems like a like a fun guy. Yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm gonna go with a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like for the most part, I feel like we see resolution with his like his wife or ex-wife with Luke Wilson's character with Ben Stiller's character. But I feel like I wasn't convinced he mended his relationship with. Ben Stiller? Uh, with Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh. Character. Oh, yeah. It I don't seems think we're like uh, they're just. Like, is it like they're not family? 
Like, is she not family? I don't know. It's too much. I think it was too much at that point. Because he would always single her out. Yeah. I and mean, obviously, it's been, been like, what, 30 some years? years. And, uh, like, the, the their last scene is that he can't remember her middle name. Yeah. Which is just, you know. Yeah. And yeah. then also, like, Angelica Houston didn't seem super or invested in her either i feel Angela like she Patrick? she paid attention more to the boys to the boys to like her oh yeah well ben stiller blood. stays there and then she goes to Gwyneth paltrow and like hey your brother's staying with me oh she goes i'm depressed too yeah and then she <laughs> yeah. goes and they yeah. all go that's a, i like that setup by the way i think it's a really clever setup yeah having all the all of them go back yeah yeah um i mean that's what happens right when you fail at life you go you go live with your parents <laughs> again yeah. yeah even though you're married to a rich old man yeah <laughs> yeah uh yeah, um. Everything else I was gonna say about this movie just escapes me. You know, oh, you know, there's that one t- uh, with the daughter. Like he's like he sees her play, like what characters? You know, it's just children in co- costume. Know, yeah. Uh, like very offensive. Yeah. Yep. Do you guys have, have any negatives? What would you change? The incest. The incest <laughs> you'd make them not have a relationship i don't know i guess or i don't know it's like weird <laughs> it's, it's weird the girl yeah, has siblings yeah yeah i it's, mean that's like it's weird yeah it's really weird i don't know it's it so could weird. be like you know you grew up with like a, a, a neighbor like that could have been know? yeah that could have been owen wilson's character could have just been uh, margo oh i remember what i was gonna say now um the the, the falcon thing yeah. That was actually going to be originally mm-hmm. Jason Schwartzman. They're going to be like a little boy that lived across from the Royal Tenenbaums. Mm-hmm. And he was going to be a friend of Eli's or of sure. or something. And it was like this little, you know, like downtrodden, like malnourished kid. It was sure. really weird. That's That was originally what the bird was going to be. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's why Jason Schwartzman is in this one. In it, in Isn't? It. Yeah, because he couldn't do it. So then they had to switch it up. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So does Wes Anderson like? I like you. Jason Schwartzman. Oh yeah, like, with, with actors. With actors. Yeah, he's like, I like you. Want to work again? Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's like, well, I don't really want to look for more actors. Like, hey, I'm doing a movie. Yeah. Maybe it's Which like one? you guys know exactly how I like it because it's very particular oh, ways. Yeah. Like you guys already true. know it. Just if you guys are ready, in. come yeah. back. Yeah. Let's do yeah. this. Because uh, Bill Murray has said that when Wes Anderson. It's an automatic yes to Wes Anderson. Okay. Like, if he asks him, yeah, he's going to do it. Okay, that's nice. That's nice to have, like, actors who... I mean, obviously, Luke... or Owen and Luke are probably longtime friends, right? Uh, Yeah, And collaborate, I guess. Since college. Yeah, Yeah. so it's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. They haven't been the main characters in a while, though. Yeah. In those movies. Their careers kind of of have um, (laughs) simmered down. Who, Owen Wilson? Yeah, Luke Wilson. Yeah, I yeah. feel like they haven't really done. Luke Wilson was in that one m- movie where his girlfriend's a superhero. Um, Uma, Uma Thurman? Uma Thurman. That was like yeah. 10 years ago. ago. Yeah. That was <laughs> it. That was like, he was in Idiocracy. Yeah. That was like 20 years 20 ago. 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what? Who, who else was in that? He was in Legally Blonde. Who else was in? Oh, he was in Legally Blonde, right? Yeah. Um, who else is in that um, superhero movie? Terry? Who's oh, no, sorry. Anna Ferris, maybe? Anna Ferris. Yeah, I think it's Anna Ferris. Think uh, so. I saw that in the theaters. Wow, you're old. I've never yeah. seen it. Yeah, my mom. Lo- my mom went to go see it. Mm-hmm. What's it called? My crazy ex superhero. Yep. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. 
Anyways, uh, yeah. Well, at least he got Wes Anderson, you know, to fall back on. Yeah. <laughs> if you just ask him to, hey, can you, can you make a movie for me? For a 50 year old man. <laughs> I know you only like to talk about 30 year old or younger kids. Yeah. Teens. Well, I guess I don't know. I mean, Bamboo Pass was kind of a. What was the main character? Gustav, right? Zero. Wasn't it you? Was it Zero, though? Zero's like the Zero narrator. Zero is like mm. the Great Gatsby, Nick Carraway, or whatever. Toby Maguire? But ev- yeah, Toby <laughs> Maguire's character. But everybody knows the story is actually about. Great, the, um, Jay Gatsby, is that his name? Sure. Yes. <laughs> yeah. My only answer. All right. Yeah. Anyways. Thumbs up, thumbs down, guys. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. All right. All right. All right. Thumbs up, yeah, obviously. Uh, so, Jasmine, you're enjoying Wes Anderson more than David Fincher? Significantly more. <laughs> <laughs> and so, are you liking Wes Anderson? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, I already liked Wes Anderson before, yeah. and I haven't watched much of his movies, but... I I love him. Yeah, he's great. So uh, next week, yeah, next week, yeah, because we're gonna <laughs> upload this. All right, sounds a, good. A week later, uh, we're gonna talk about the aquatic life. Life aquatic. Yes, <laughs> the life aquatic with Steve Sizzle. Um, that's coming up. So, yeah. thanks for listening. Bye.